0: Hi, I'm Carter.
1: And I'm Alex. And right now you're listening to our Parker Weekly podcast. We don't have a name yet.
0: Um, so this is basically just another version of the Parker Weekly, which, you know, is the newspaper, and it's just like a podcast format, so we can kind of play with um, things that you wouldn't necessarily be able to do in um, a newspaper format. Yeah,
1: we're so excited for where this year will take us.
0: So for today's episode, uh, we thought that we'd let you guys listen to... Joseph Bruno, our new dean of students, beautiful voice, and so this uh, episode is centered around an interview with him.
1: Yeah, I hope you enjoy.
0: Sure. Sure. We thought sure. that if we could focus on it because this is our really our only weekly decisions. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, Are we recording? Yes. yes so, okay. Good. Um, Actually, yeah. So, the first thing we want to do is kind of like establish a time frame. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, compared to other hires that have occurred like mm-hmm. throughout, um, I guess, the administration and faculty, yeah. um, it, it's not entirely clear like when you were being like interviewed in the process. So, yeah. like um, specifically like when did your duties begin as dean of students and like when was the job like, fu- yeah. like when did the job fall to you?
2: Yeah, so the job, it happened very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I started July 1st, however, I was out of town from July 1st through July 9th. So um, my first uh, like day in the office was on July 9th. However, this office was not finished until August. Um, so I was still kind of working out of the alumni office. Um, and it happened rather quickly. I was approached about the job mid to late June um, and was you know, interviewed and had a few conversations with um, not only HR, but Mr. Brandon as well um, to decide if this was a good move. And so um, it all just worked out.
1: And can you talk a little bit more about, like, your first week in the job? Like, you can talk about the 9th to the 16th or, like, the 1st to the 7th. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, it's it's interesting when you take a job at a place where you have already worked um, because there's none of the this is the school, this is your ID. Here's, we need to set up your email address. Like this is how you enter, like all of those logistics of a typical first day or first week. Um, I obviously had a Parker email, I had a Parker ID. I, I knew how to get in and, and kind of um, how all of that works. So it gave me the ability to just dive right into the job. Um, And I also knew a lot of the Parker traditions and things of that nature. So, uh, Mr. Brandon and I met and we had kind of a a pretty um, lengthy meeting about all of the things that needed to get done this summer. So my first week was navigating the, the new material that was presented to me, kind of wrapping up things in the alumni office this year, I will still be doing about 20% of the work in the alumni office, kind of the bigger pieces. Um, But we have hired a coordinator for the year to kind of oversee the the day-to-day logistics. So that's what the first week looked like. It was just kind of balancing and prioritizing what is it that I need to get done um, this summer. I also had a three-week just under a three week trip planned um, that I had planned months and months ago Mm -hmm. um, that I was very upfront about um, in terms of taking the job. So I I also knew that those three weeks were coming that I wasn't going to be here. Um, So it was kind of making sure everything got done before I left. So um, that's what my first week looked like. I will say it was extremely um, busy
0: uh, hectic, chaotic, all of those things. Um, so moving on to like your transition from, like you spoke a little bit about in your first week going from alumni, director of a, director of alumni engagement. Yeah. Um, and then moving to like Dean of Students. So yeah. um, going into that, what do you think that your former job has trained you for being the new Dean of Students in any way? Well,
2: I, th- I think it has um, prepared me for Parker culture and Parker life. However, my um, education background and prior work experience was in student affairs and not in alumni relations. So um, that is what prepared me to take this job. Uh, my master's degree is in higher education and student development. Um, and so my passion has always lied with working with students, mm-hmm. and though I've never worked with college stu- or with high school students, I've always worked with seventeen and eighteen year olds. So always first year, first year experience, freshman in college. Um, so slightly older than than high school students. Um, but I worked in student affairs at DePaul for a total of thirteen years. Um, so really, alumni was kind of the new thing for me, but there was a lot of crossover. Um, So I think the job in development and alumni relations helped me to really kind of understand not only Parker culture, but the Parker student in terms of working with um, high school students, uh, specifically here at Parker, as well as like going on the retreats and planning career day and, you know, my involvement inside of the actual school.
1: And can you talk a little bit about just like the skills needed for this position and like how they like are parallel to your skills and just like what you want to do with this job.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I love, um, organization. Um, and so my master's master's degree is specifically in, um, uh, organizational development. Um, and so I love coming into a job and I think the, the thing that you have to do is go through it for a year. You have to see how a calendar year looks. Um, and although I know the institution pretty well from being here for six years, I don't know this job specifically. Um, so my skill set lies in assessing, um, taking apart, cleaning up, rebuilding, creating, implementing. Um, so, in terms of like logistics, there's that piece. I think you need um, to be able to communicate with students, you need to relate to students, you need to be able to talk to students. Um, And not only is that a passion of mine, but I I feel I'm very good at that. Um, And you need to be able to juggle multiple things. Uh, Already in just the week that I have been here, when students have been here, it has been constant. and so I think you really need to be able to um, go into your workday knowing that you're probably not going to get a lot of the work done that you need to do because of the amount of things that just come up throughout the day. Um, so. Being organized and being able to prioritize is huge, um, and being able to challenge students, knowing that all students are in different places developmentally. So, how are you supporting them? How are you challenging them? Um, and you know that could be a very fine line sometimes, and sometimes I don't always get it right.
0: Um, so, kind of shifting the conversation a bit into um, looking forward. Yeah. So. There's been, especially with your predecessor. Yeah. There's been, um, you know, situations where looking at either Halloween or Pride Week or other events where there could be issues of political correctness. Mm-hmm. There's kind of been an issue of either overstepping or understepping. Yeah. Um. In kind of. Regulating Halloween costumes or communications with other people, and Yep. Like, um, so we were just wondering, how would you handle a situation where you feel like there may be a hot button issue, um, or you feel like you should just like hold off? How would you handle a situation like that?
2: Yeah, I think first and foremost, is it putting anybody in harm's way? Um, does it make a statement that kind of stops me in in my tracks of we need to we need to. Um, deal with that right now. Um, And I think that looks very different to a lot of different people. But the priority is that every single student, faculty member, staff member, administrator feels comfortable in these halls um, and in this building. So I think that's the first thing. Um, How does that make others feel? there is no blanket statement for this. There is no, you know, there there is kind of a uh, a very vague policy um, written uh, that we could put into effect. But I think all of that is case by case. Um, I think being as proactive as you can on the front of what is appropriate, what is not appropriate, putting the onus on the student of you need to make good judgments um, and then kind of dealing with whatever comes through that door you know during Halloween uh, let's just use that example um, and then really having an honest conversation so what is the teachable moment um, how do we start the conversation how do we move forward from that are we letting it happen to you or for you um, so If it happens to you, you're going to play the victim, you're going to um, kind of just sit in that anger of, you know, what it is you did wrong, or are you going to take it as a lesson? Um, This probably wasn't the best judgment call. Um, I should have done something differently and I'm gonna learn from this and move forward. Um, And so that's my approach.
1: Um another question about yeah. your um the job last year as well as you know what you want to do. Yeah. Um what that Mr. Belizna did do you like plan on continuing to do? Like he started some drug investigation. I don't know. I was kind of confused <laughs> by that, not going to lie. But um like what of yeah, what if what he did, do you want to continue and what do you want to add to the job?
2: Yeah, I I I'm not aware of what that is. Um nor am I am I um aware of a lot of the things that Mr. Belizna did. Um, He is not here, so I'm not able to have those conversations with him. Even though I have worked at Parker for six years, this side of the building is a lot different than that side. Um, So what I'm able to do is talk to others, um, look through notes of things that I'm able to find um, and use what makes sense to me and what makes sense to students and listen to students to see really what worked and what didn't. Uh, this job is not about me. It is about the students in which you know I am serving. Uh, that is why I'm here. And so for me, that is my goal to find out what really worked, what didn't and how we make it better and the best that it can be moving forward. And I think that goes back to, I really need to see what the year looks like. I need to experience everything. Things written down on paper, Things that I hear from others are very different sometimes than the way that they actually play out.
1: Awesome, yeah.
0: um, so I know that, I, as I hope you know, that they've been reviewing the Tardy policy and the, um, the, uh, what's the word? Absence. What? Yes, thank you. Unexcused absence yeah. Uh, policy. Yeah. And how many teachers are like, well, if you get this certain number of absences, you have to have lunch with uh, with uh, Joe Bruno. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are like, I'll have lunch with Joe Bruno. We'll go to Hamilton. Yeah. Um, and so this is just kind of my segue into discipline. Sure. So in the past, especially with the predecessor, discipline has been kind of like a day of reflection has been seen as mm-hmm. a day off, mm-hmm. and um, many of the kind of decisions that's been made by the administration and the former dean have been kind of questioned on well is that really disciplining them yeah so if there was a big issue of um kind of just a big issue where you had to discipline more than just the let's re-examine um how we could have figured out that situation differently like what actions do you think would be um would you be willing to take can you... Yeah, sorry, I already faced that question. Yes, <laughs> please. Place. Um, so as far as like the discipline, po- discipline policy, like um, obviously it's all a case-by-case basis. Yeah. But at what point is something, for you, at what point is something a day of reflection and at what point is something um, more serious? Oh, okay.
2: Great. Um, I think the way that it affects others, again... Um, it is very important to me, and I would say probably every single teacher and administrator in the school that everybody feels comfortable walking through those doors. I think there is no worse feeling than to feel intimidated or frightened or anxious or or you know what had what whatever word you want to use to um, go to school to walk through these doors. Um, so I think how is your how are your actions affecting others? Um, is, is it a repeat offense? Have we already had a conversation about this? Was maybe a day of reflection not enough to get it through to you that what you're doing is not okay? Um, and I think the day of reflection, um, you know, it really is about, I, I think it's very important when you know better, you do better. And so what are the conversations that we are having to get you to understand what you have done is not right? Um, and how do you change moving forward? We all make mistakes. Students make, make mistakes, I make mistakes, Mr. Brandon makes mistakes, Dr. Frank makes mistakes. Um, you know, we're all human, um, but it's it's about that piece going forward. How do you, you know, kind of repair any um, anything that you have done? Um, and so, I think you really hit it on the head. It is a case by case basis. Um, It is what is the policy that you have violated? Um, And if you have violated in the past, what have you learned? And if you haven't, um, then, then we need to go a little deeper.
0: Uh, I have one last question. Yeah. Um. About tradition. Yeah. So that's like a big part of, that's a big part of, I think most establishments, but especially Parker. Yeah. Where people have been saying like, oh, well you can't get rid of this because it's tradition. Yeah. And um, I know last year, um, Ruth Jergensen decided to get rid of like the 14 year photo in the yearbook. Yeah. And other things like this that are kind of, that people would say, oh, well I've been here 14 years, that's a tradition. Yeah. So what do you think the role of tradition is in the school and are there traditions that you would like to bring back or keep, or, you know, take them, you know, push them to the grave?
2: Sure. I would say um, traditions that I would bring back, I don't know enough yet. I don't know enough about the traditions that we no longer do here. I think tradition is important. I think it serves as a really strong foundation for an institution, but I think that some traditions um, uh, do need to go. I think there are some traditions that are dated, some traditions that are now probably um, not correct, some that offend people. Um, And I think if you just look at history as a whole, um, there are a lot of things we no longer do um, because we have learned. Um, And so that would be my philosophy going forward. Again, how does this tradition make people feel? Are people feeling excluded? Are people feeling included? You know, we want to create a very inclusive community here. Um, And so, if there are traditions that are making folks feel a certain way, then it's probably time to reassess those traditions, Um, even if we have done them for years and years and years and years.
1: Awesome. Thank
2: you so much. That's it? Yes. Oh my God, that was so easy.